welcome back to another episode of the Casual Anime Podcast. I'm Frederick, and probably sitting in a fat vape cloud of his own making is Kushten. Hello, hello. And you know, at this point I just assume that every time you mute the mic, is you're, you're just blowing some fat pile of steam out of your mouth. Am I correct? Yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're assuming correctly. Um, so. Yeah, I quit, quit smoking a year ago been uh, whipping ever since um yeah yeah so that's how it is but anyway how have you been like for everything else have you been keeping up with the season yeah uh watching dororo um kaguya-sama on love is war and i started some new series too um some um old uh, shows uh, that i got recommended so yeah old shows eh well that's pretty interesting yeah, I'll probably grill you about those later. Uh, but anyway, back to the show at hand, I think. Uh, I think my ability to watch anime took a severe hampering when you told me to watch this film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the film in question, of course, is uh, Machia, or full title not included. Uh, what is it? I think it's like as long as a light novel. Machia, when the promised flower blooms. Yeah, something like that. Does the flower ever bloom? I don't think it no. does. Okay. No. Maybe at the start. Yeah, uh, but no. Yeah, but nothing positive about that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I've been trying for the better part of a week to get through this thing. And it's been preventing me from watching anything else. So this film literally gave me anxiety <laughs> trying to get through it. Yeah. And for some reason, uh, or I think we should get to that later, the reason it gave me anxiety. But anyway, uh, how was your viewing experience of this? Uh, quite similar, actually. Um, the plot was all over the place. Uh, I couldn't, uh, suddenly it's just jumping from um, from one, one step and then it's an invasion and, and uh, suicides and, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, the time skips are definitely all over the place. I don't know what to say about them exactly. Yeah. We should, so. we should probably just establish the timeline and the setting just right away. I mean, Makia is like this 15-year-old girl, and she's immortal, and she's living in this secluded land that doesn't interact with the other world around it. And it they just dedicate their time to making these weavings of their emotions in on like giant looms so i guess in mythology they would be like fate spinners or something like that yeah that would be their role in society um but anyway this land is attacked by men on dragons and my parallels parallel thoughts all, um, immediately went to like well now the vikings are raiding abbeys again <laughs> this is Lindisfarne all over again, but anyway, I mean, while her people are being rounded up and Machia is being picked up by a mad dragon and dropped off somewhere in a wood, all alone. And in that wood, there just happens to be, like, a baby in the arms of her, of, uh, the, of the his mother. Uh, dead mother. Yeah. And all it takes is, like, for this baby to grab her finger... And her all her maternal instincts are awoken, and apparently they they both imprint on each other, and it's like, 
well, it's just a story from, uh, about the two of them from there. And that's apparently all she needs to forget that her uh, homeland was uh, attacked too. <laughs> just a squeeze <laughs> of uh, a child's finger. But I guess that's pretty much it. It's like, it's kind of what I highlighted there. It's purely about the focus on character, or uh, characters, not character. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's even intentional or not, or if, like, uh, the backstories are just not re really made detailed enough. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think they capitalized on uh, on there being an uh, ancient race and they could have done something more with that uh, you have you, you ever see it when um, uh, when uh, she's uh, pregnant and uh, they try to get a immortal or I don't know what they were trying to do I think they were really? trying to save uh, the dragons in some way but that's really not explained no. I think they're trying to mix new blood with old blood to kind of appease some kind of ritual. And that is supposed to bring about an heir that will, I don't know, make the dragons better. Yeah. Um. And we see that they're probably been cured by the end of the series, but by a totally different kind of happening. I don't know. I think the point is that people stop believing in in the uh, old. Yeah, in the magical, and then the yeah. magical cease to exist because of it. Uh, I think it's that they're getting at, but it's kind of convoluted, and I don't know where they were going with it at all. It's kind of like Greek mythology, and where they uh, where the people start uh, disbelieving in them, and they lose their powers. Yeah, and I mean, we get so little info about why they're attacked. I mean who survived, what happened, where where is everyone else? And how did what, they know they were there? Yeah, um, and well I think there's been some trading with them. Yeah. Because their weavings were certainly known outside of their little community. I mean, what were people even doing during the time skips and all of this? None of this is explained. Nothing about politics, just one second there's peace and then one second there's war. It's just so strange and so jarring. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Uh, I, I think that the plotting uh, kind of messed with my head and uh, I didn't have a pleasant viewing at all. Um, yeah. And, and and as you said, the, the time skips, uh, they kind of just uh, went all around. Um, One thing I you... definitely... Oh, go ahead. Well, but you know that the theme is the relationship between the mother and the child. Uh, yeah. It's kind of heavily uh, building on that and, and trying to, to put it on the spotlight. Um, so I think it's kind of a different movie than we usually watch. Um, it could not be to our liking, but... Uh, well, I do like a good sob story, but I don't think it really capitalizes or really goes in that into depth. Yeah. Because... It doesn't touch by the very core heartstrings of human emotion because you're just end end up being that annoyed by all the build up and all of the other things yeah. that 
like the main points of this movie kind of you end up just being annoyed and it's uh it just mixes and it uh, lessens the emotions but yeah and uh i kind of saw some uh not reviews but uh people talking about it on twitter a while ago where there was like uh, and they were, they were crying the movie was so emotional and i would just say it's just life uh the dog dying at 90 you wouldn't really get sad uh you would get sad but um i wouldn't get sad watching um yeah it was like a foregone conclusion at this point it's kind of like what they've been getting at the, the entire time is like i don't know if it's really is a dr zeus quote but it's like be happy that or don't cry because it's over. Be happy that it's happened or whatever. It's like, yeah, that's probably the the attitude you should adopt when you are immortal. Yeah. And I mean, with their long life and their lifestyle, I think they're kind of dicks about it, don't you? It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to live forever. I'm going to be so sad when you all die. You should feel sorry for me. <laughs> what kind of an attitude is that yeah. Jesus and Christ and you shouldn't love anyone and, yeah. all of you are going to die and I'm going to stay alive and I'm going to be so sad <laughs> yeah well I don't think you had the worst part of that deal to be honest but yeah sure you can... well, I guess it's you, sad if you, you kind of think about it you know when you die you you kind of move on to another plane um there could be another uh, life for you um, while these people or Iorfs, uh, the, the race uh, is uh, just continue li living under these uh, conditions that are ever changing. Under uh, a met metaphorical rock, yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but that's just pure speculation, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the mother character kind of touches on it, uh, not uh, Makia, but like the mother who takes them in is like, we'll all be joining, uh, or the dog dies pretty early and it's like the prelude of everything that's going to happen. Well, we're all going to join him someday. Yeah. So that's what she's alluding to. But I mean, apart from her and her son... I think there's such a lack of good characters with good character in this show. Yeah, uh, there's so kinda, very few kinda good hoping, people. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I, I kind of was hoping the you know the, the general uh, Isol or something that was uh, trying to protect uh, the princess or uh, yeah the other girl. Uh, I thought he it, it was they tried to build him up to something and and just just nothing. Yeah, it's like uh, the thing with most most people, actually. We get to know them and then we forget them. It's like uh, a perfect example is that like, uh, what's he called? Baldoff or something? The half uh, Iorf? We yeah. meet very early on. He just appears and then he disappears again for seven years and then he's never uh, thought of again in the meantime. And you just think he's going to be relevant, but he's never relevant. No, he just, just shows up and, and then fucks off again. It's like, yeah. why? where did you go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
stuff like that uh, kind of ruined the the whole experience. Uh, and, I thought. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of things I'm willing to forgive. I mean, the fact that Makia doesn't really know how to be a good mother and makes a lot of mistakes, that's kind of forgivable because she has no... Well, she has no... Um, no understanding of how she is supposed to be a mother. Yeah. But she does her best of her abilities and... I mean, she tries really hard and at the end of the day, that's really what matters. But I mean, she's kind of like... I think she's lying to herself when she says that Ariel didn't fail her. Well, he, yeah. he certainly did. I mean, he's... He, Makia just has a really weird interpretation of it. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't understand his motivation in the end, uh, where he's uh, trying to protect the city, town, uh, country that are trying to hunt down this, uh, this ancient race and uh, experimenting on them, or yeah, uh, what they should have been doing, uh, experimenting on them. And, uh, uh, he just wants to protect the city and uh, everything. Ah. Mm. I mean, we you know really little about the politics of this place. It's like yeah, and the time skips definitely. Um, it's been makes us. It's been probably eighteen years since uh, they wiped out most of uh, Eorf. What's it called, Eorfia or something? Yeah. So people probably don't remember that anymore. It's like get and, some uh, get some years between it and well all, all time heals everything right yeah and then when Lang showed up again uh, I didn't remember him uh, I didn't even have any recollection of uh, of him <laughs> ever being in the show uh, or the movie um, yeah yeah I certainly saw that he has like a thing for Machia though. But he was so young that I didn't really consider it. And then he suddenly is like, uh, yeah, would be like uh, 10 years older from the last time we saw him. Yeah. And now with Makia still being the same like age in a way, well, then he's suddenly like a competitor and that, and that's kind of what... Uh, I guess Ari Ariel sees his like uh, competition all over the place. <laughs> I don't really get that either. I mean, why doesn't he just see, see her as a mother? Yeah, she's been acting like uh... his mother his entire life. So just because she doesn't look like she's uh, she's of motherly age, I think she probably sh still should be his mother. Yeah, totally. Um... It's the kind of one one thing I don't, don't understand is motivation at all. Um, yeah, why did they even have this falling out? Yeah. Um, and he was screaming off. He, he couldn't protect her. And, yeah, well, he um, definitely can't protect her if he just leaves. Yeah, and if he joins the bad guys. Uh, yeah, and he's not even trying there at the end. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I think you just felt a lot of shame and just wanted to get away. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this could be avoided if she just from the start took him aside when he was like six, maybe. And uh, Makia and uh, her adopted mother, or whatever we should call her, uh, just took him aside and said, well, listen, 
we, we very much love you, but uh, you should know this. You are adopted. Your mother loved you very much. And now we love you very much. And we just need you to know that you've, uh, you, you are adopted. Yeah. And he will just say, well, you are my real mother. It doesn't matter. It's like, and then, then life would go on. And he wouldn't have this r weird realization like 10 years later that this uh this woman isn't really his mother no uh he was kidnapped or yeah um well i think you're right there but um i think it's one of the purposes of the movie to show off kind of another side of uh of a fantasy story maybe because uh you don't see this in so many other movies Sure. They're kind of sure. heavily trying to portray uh, uh, the battle scenes, and there there were some good battle scenes here, uh, but uh, it's more about uh, the motherhood and uh, adoption, maybe. Yeah. I don't really know what. It's kind of about the relationship of mother son, yes, and it's also about like time passing and uh, the people left behind and all of that I mean, it's like a, I mean that's pretty much a lot to unpack so I don't know how deep they even wanted to get with this shit <laughs> you shouldn't be saying shit uh, it's, no but uh, I mean uh, yeah. there's so much I'm just scratching my head at I mean why didn't yeah. Layla just run yeah, they had her freed. Uh, I mean, she, in the end, she didn't even care about her daughter. No. Uh, I she mean, just, uh, sure, if, if she is somewhere in the back of her mind, knew that that day she was going to actually manage to fly, then sure. But she didn't even hug her daughter, which she had never, ever held. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's kind of the things uh, we could criticize about it. Um, well, I guess she was pretty lonely in the end there when it turned out like her first love was an absolute total idiot who was way too hung up on the old ways. Yeah, and I don't know we're trying to portray as a kind of sect leader because he's going around trying to suicide everyone. Um, I don't yeah. know. The, the, you know the whole hair scene? It didn't make sense to me because the time skip... Well, it actually showed that time had actually passed though, because yeah, <laughs> she but, she doesn't change at all. But what happened? You know, well, how did they get there? Yeah, and who kidnapped it's, her, or did yeah. she go willingly? Well, I I would assume he kidnapped her, or she went willingly, and they went to the neighboring nations, and then they convinced them to attack. But none of that is really made obvious. We just have no. to guess at all of that. And I mean, why are they even charging in? Why why couldn't they just walk in afterwards and free uh, and free Layla? I don't know why they had to be dressed in white, making themselves very easy targets, riding full tilt into <laughs> into the battlefield. Yeah. But sure, that did happen, and now he's dead. Yeah. Good riddance. Um... I don't know, uh, you think it was he in the end that saved the dragon? No. The blood uh, flowing in the water? 
No, no, no. It was uh, oh. Machia that saved the dragon. Yeah. And her good heart. Yeah, because, you know, they don't seem so evolved uh, in their ways. Um, you wouldn't assume they were trying to pull out blood and inject in the dragon, maybe. Yeah, I, I think I think the point it's... is that they were repressing the dragons. The dragons yeah, just needed, needed to be, be free, so she yeah. freed them and then they flew. That's on uh, Game of Thrones uh, stuff. Of course, yeah. of course, but that's basically what they're doing. Yeah. Keeping them very confined. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. the dragons kind of looked horrible too, though, right? Yeah, scars or... Oh, <laughs> not like that, but yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, it, it did look horrible voice. that way too, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But like pure visually... Uh... Well, the, the only problem I had animation-wise with the movie was the dragons, you could say. Uh, there was some... Um, CGI here and there, but uh, yeah, there was something about them. I'm, I'm not gonna harp on about the CGI because I don't think that was very good. But anyway, there was something about them walking. I'm just gonna make this one point because I thought them flying was pretty acceptable, but there was some just something about watching them walking, and it's like I remember watching. Uh, walking with dinosaurs or something 20 years ago and uh, what the BBC was able to do with like uh, computer generated uh, giant lizards where you could really feel the weight of it 20 years ago it just kind of made it so disappointing watching <laughs> watching yeah. these dragons walk about with it doesn't seem like they had even any weight in their step no and the the, the motion uh, on the top of the dragon was kind of weird, oh, too. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know what they did wrong, but something was certainly off, I think. Maybe it was uh, the paper mache one. No, it wasn't that one. <laughs> that probably looked the best of it, right? Yeah. Which is uh, clever, actually, to um, incorporate the, into the story. Which was one thing I, I really liked. Uh, they're trying to show off power to uh, ward off enemies. Yeah, and I don't know why they even dared put their crown prince on top of one of those during like the wedding sequence. I would, I would say that's a pretty big risk. Yeah, one but of the dragons could the, have gone off at any second. It's like it's a sign of power. Um, it's their. Um, yeah, it's their um, jewels, you could say. Yeah, but did you see how crazy the the king got when he, like, uh, for trying to get an heir? It's like a kind of a risk putting your son on top of one of these things, I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever, yeah. You talked about the things you liked, and we should probably focus a little more on them since this has become a very negative review so far yeah we've been uh, harping on about uh, negative things i just have to start with uh, my favorite scene in the whole movie which is uh, makia trying to feed the baby with goats uh, goats opai well uh that should work right in yeah. theory in theory um 
she's definitely not lactating, so I mean, that's probably the second best option. <laughs> yeah, it's just a funny, uh, f- funny thing to uh, to include. I um, think the best scene came before that, though. Um, the snap crackle when she's prying uh, the dead mother's uh, rigor mortis fingers away from the baby one at a time. Yeah, you you like the dark. That stuff, was yeah. a really nice scene. Well, it's not really that dark. It's more like the, the dedication she took and the tenderness she showed. Yeah, and she even explained it to Ariel. Uh, yeah. In the end. Uh, <laughs> and even <laughs> like how much the, the previous mother must have cared. Yeah. So. Which is kind of weird because it's just rigor mortis. Uh, yeah. Sure, sure. It's just science. Or human nature. Um, yeah. I think the second uh, best scene is like uh, like just one second it took. It's like the fake out hand holding thing. When Lang confesses to her. Uh, when he says like, we should think of our future. <laughs> and then he just focuses on her hands and she puts one on top of the other and you assume he has put one hand on top of hers. Yeah. But then it zooms out and it's like, uh-huh, yeah, he just got a... I don't know what to call this zone he's been put into, but it's like, I don't even see you as a... Well, it's, it's basically a friend song. Uh, as a man, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I just think they have a, one name for it, and that's the friend song. Um, yeah. I, yeah. But what I is really... Ariel then? It's like a incest zone. Is that is that it? Well, it's anime. Yeah, not blood related, but anyway, yeah. it's like yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, well, the the stabbing of the dragon in the bridge was kind of awesome. Um, one of my favorite scenes too. Where it uh, leaps uh, and slashes many people on the bridge, which is neat, uh, unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the battles. I mean, it's not like I paid a lot of attention, uh, but there, there was certainly blood though, and I think that's a plus. I like seeing some blood. That people actually bleed isn't like people being knocked down and then uh, being hit by blows that should have killed them and then they're totally fine right at- afterwards. Yeah, I think that's good though. But I was kind of wondering why, because it looked like they took a lot of prisoners of war, um, the invading party. But somehow Ariel was like. Uh, free to do whatever he wanted yeah it was kind of weird because the as they were laying there in the uh besides the water the the whole raiding uh team and uh and they were in the big uh hall uh i know sucking uh the flags and yeah burning them um which is kind of weird uh it's just probably a mechanism to uh, 
to ensure he's alive. I don't know uh, where we could have placed him where. But then again, they, they would be needing slaves, uh, maybe. Yeah. I think I think the point of this was liberation more than more than actually invasion because yeah. you know it's like two opposing nations came together to overthrow this piece of shit kingdom. So hopefully it would just mean liberation. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like it seemed like. Uh, all the top guys got away, so it's like, what did they even achieve? Well, they run them out of the city. Yeah, but what are they gonna do about everyone's that's left? I mean, uh, like, uh, what's what you called Lady Mel something, the daughter yeah. of, uh, yeah, like the the crown Mad princess Mel. or whatever. Yeah. Well, they were going down. Like she's the source she of power, so like. Traditionally, in th these kinds of stories, they they would uh, mm -hmm. like execute her or whatever. So like, a new power doesn't like uh, spring up around her. Yeah, or someone would marry her. Yeah, and um, but I mean, we don't know what's happened to her. We just see her so briefly, and it's like she says this stupidest line ever about her mother. I mean, like her mother just jumped off. Minas, Minas Tirith, like literally, like Denethor. <laughs> yeah. You have uh, Minas Tirith, and uh, in the beginning you have uh, you have uh, Laputa and uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, well, the scenery certainly was a highlight. I enjoy PA Works uh, backgrounds. I enjoyed the coal mining or whatever it was. Iron, perhaps. It was mining, at any rate. Yeah, making cannons. Like, um, probably cutting down life expectancy down to, like, 40 or whatever. <laughs> Must be super unhealthy. Yeah, and it was kind of enclosed in, in the whole thing. Uh, so... It looked super efficient, though. Uh, that's one thing. It's like... I liked all the spinning wheels and cogs and all of that. Yeah. Uh, I had a point about Layla, too. But it's like... She's so... Um, yeah, it, it, it was... I don't know how much we actually elaborated on it, but... Like, why didn't she just go with them? Like, why um, didn't she just escape? Yeah. yeah. She had nothing left there. She even she even threatened to, like, co-tang her abort uh, her baby. It's like, not like you were that attached to her, to it. Well, I... Why couldn't you just escape and have the baby somewhere else? And then go back? I don't know I... even where they ended up at the end. No, I think they uh, just ended I, up back, and it's like, well, that could happen again. I think maybe she thought it would be different, the whole living situation, and she would kind of become a, a part of the family, perhaps. Even though she was imprisoned uh, at the end. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. It's just uh, so many things that makes you... Uh, 
guess what happens uh, or guess what happened you could say sure sure we, we should probably like address all of this uh weaving stuff uh i don't have any experiences with weaving um yeah but it's like uh <laughs> if someone weaves something you and another person reads it they could like decipher everything that's said there apparently yeah it's kind of like a newspaper or a note yeah, for them and it's like yeah the first time Krim fucks off he like uh, leaves a weaving behind why didn't he just read the notes did he really find a loom sit there and make that uh, weaving and then just leave it there yeah Yes, you say yes, but why did he do that? I mean, yes, I know he's old-fashioned, but because... he could have just said that face-to-face. -face. I mean, what what an absolute idiot can are you? I mean, yeah. Well, I, I don't know what the creators are thinking, but uh, it's kind of the way um, you remember something you have written a lot better. So uh, it could be that it has more meaning. Uh, behind it yeah because it, yeah. you can't lie in something like that i would guess because yeah. you can see people's true intention yeah um, but I don't, I don't really they didn't try to do anything with it except for that and and the the woven thing she got from uh from the merchant that told her uh, Layla was uh, going to be married, or Layla. Or... Yeah, it's weird that she didn't even think of that in the in the six years that passed. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> which is kind of um, could be the point to us where she stayed because they could be uh, without their um, uh, weaving stuff and, uh, and that it could be uh, that they have uh, not forgotten but uh, they're just too over focusing on other stuff sure uh, which is why maybe the the baby thing you know I'm, I'm just putting out random thoughts here but uh, yeah so do you think uh, do you think she visited often after no. after the facts uh, it's kind of seems like because uh, the daughter didn't know the Ariel's daughter didn't know her she only heard stories and them talking about her yeah yeah it has to be. she couldn't have been there a lot maybe one time when I, she I don't was know why or... though why she wouldn't return if he really was that important yeah and she would have been welcome too I would assume yeah I mean, um, with jealousy uh, from a lot of people, but I mean, at this point, it's not like uh, there would be any problems, I guess. And it's kind of weird in the end that they didn't show uh, Med Mel or Mel Med or... Yeah. And is it even implied that it's like... Uh, She's living? Layla and... Or that Makia had an eye for Layla? Did she have a thing for her? Well, no. Uh, 
Can't, uh... Don't you think so? I mean, she crept out of her room, and she 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 looks at her in this way, and is like, uh, almost seems like they have a thing for each other, and she's so shocked when she, she's kissing someone else. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I really don't know. I mean, what what even is she doing now? Is she just weaving stuff? That would be boring. Yeah. Has she really be. not learned anything? It's like. I don't think she's weaving stuff because it looks like she's been traveling a lot. She's not wearing like the traditional white things. Yeah, and she's with the um, the guy, with uh, the merchant Barlow. No, not the merchant. Uh, Isn't he a merchant? Just, uh, a thief or? No, I animal. think he's a yeah. merchant. Yeah. We don't get so much backstory. <laughs> I think he just trades with uh, different people, yeah. but then, well, it doesn't really matter. He's apparently very capable, too. It's, like, very confusing. Yeah. And he's only half. Um... Yes, so he's just a proof of concept. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, there's also and this the... very weird thing. Yeah. Uh, Makia is apparently pregnant with something. That is what uh, what Krim hinted at. Is like people only grow out their hair this long when they're pregnant. So yeah. where's this baby? <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> hmm. And who is she even pregnant with? Yeah, would be. Uh... <laughs> But it's not it's not Krim. It can't be Krim, so who would it even be? Yeah, and where is it now? Uh, it would have to be Barlow. That is the only Or Lang, no, not Lang. Yeah. Uh yeah, well it No. No, no, it he's couldn't be Lang the, uh, because he's uh, somewhere else. Yeah. We know where he is. He is accounted for. Yeah. But if she was really imprisoned, then that means yeah, not, don't go down the dark Yeah, past. well, I mean, that is probably the only <laughs> only feasible. Uh, they wanted to do, they wanted to copy uh, the other nation and kidnap uh, and the ER for whatever. And uh, <laughs> Yeah. And which is kind of weird. Uh, Barlow is uh, half um, ER for but he, and he is uh, ever living or yeah he immortal. seems immortal yes yeah but then again medmel isn't uh you don't know that no i'm, I'm just she could uh, be but i i think like what they did is give everyone who is immortal very blonde hair yeah and uh it's the reason he is hiding his hair too he's wearing uh uh, yeah, I don't know what's called. A bandana, I guess. Bandana, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, apart from that... Where would you rate this? I mean, I think we were about there in this debacle. Yeah, a six. Uh, a six out of ten? Yeah. Um, I, uh, the plot was... Not good, uh, yeah. Uh, or the pl the plot could be good, but uh, they did too much time skipping and uh... too little explaining and too little 
context yeah. given and so on and so forth and i think i'm probably at a five or something but i mean i think there's something we're not we're missing because we're so far below the average that i'm actually pretty surprised here yeah it's a nine I mean... no i don't think it's a nine i think it's oh, like eight, an eight point, point something yeah yeah 8.54 but i think it's like top 100 or something so it's like re really well received so yeah there is that there's really nothing even memorable about this no um, i mean as i said i, I forgot every character the scenes but... where you're supposed to cry i don't really i didn't really feel anything no and then there's like this piece of music at the end but that's basically it yeah, it was uh, yeah, good, good music, um, beautiful lines. Oh, well, there is music at the start. It's like uh, Skyward Sword-esque music yeah. playing uh, before the Fire Nation attacked or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> I had this interesting uh, thing in my note that uh, the flashback was better than the whole movie. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there was this flashback. I was trying to, like established that this definitely happened and you should definitely yeah, cry about it now it's like yeah nah it's just um I, if they just put the you know a, a baby ariel saying i love you it would have been much more impactful for me at least because the movie kept dragging out the time yeah and i mean it's like it's, this is like the work of Maria or Maria Kaba or something. Yeah. And I've definitely cried at some of her works earlier. I mean, I think she's known for making these kinds of stories, but I mean, not this one though. But I distinctly no. like remember she's done a few, few, a few good things. I don't know, like at what extent she was actually in charge of these things, but yeah, I've definitely seen her name around. Yeah. And she's one of uh, the top uh, outer uh, female. Uh, uh, you have the one from uh, Koen of Katachi too. Yeah. She's making good movies and uh, series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're talking about uh, Yamada Naoko, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, me and names. Uh, it's, uh... Well, it's difficult. You just have to invent a nickname and go with it. Much yeah. easier. <laughs> okay, I think that's basically a wrap. You yeah, I, I don't think I have yeah. any. That's good. Um, yeah. Okay. Um... I was about we to say are... Instagram, but not Instagram. Uh, SoundCloud and Twitter. The Kashalame podcast. Uh, we come out with episodes every week. Uh... Do we now? Yeah, sometimes. Did we, <laughs> we release anything this week? Remind me. Yeah. Did we, we released... Um, we released Mob Cycle 100 Season 2 Preview. Not this week. Yeah. Well, you should probably get to that. Okay, um, yeah. until next time. Yeah, goodbye.